Welcome, welcome everybody to uh, What's Up With That Bro. Alright, so basically we are going to be recording our live podcast tonight. What up, What's Up With That Bro? So basically the premise is we're going to be talking about a television show but in reverse order of the episodes that come out. So um, we're doing this now with Loss and tonight we're going to have a discussion about Loss Season 6, Episode 10, The Package. Introducing tonight, we have our folks. We have Chad Wago. And we also have our uh, special guest tonight, which is joining us, Wailika. And we have our, uh, our third of our trio of hosts, David K. Jones. David. Right, so this is the Fringe Festival. Thank you all for being here. Um, so we you have guys should applaud for the Fringe Festival, too. Fringe Festival! Yeah. yeah. This is the fifth year of the Fringe Festival here on Oahu. The fifth year! Fifth year. And it's our first year. It's also the fifth year, so we've been calling it the first year. First, like Colin. Yeah. Or like Mirth. How you feel inside your heart sometimes. Yeah, Mirth. Uh, we all know Mirth. There you go. Who's yeah. Mirth? Mirth? Is that another character that I don't know yet? Yes. I'm Chad. I've never watched Lost. <laughs> never in your life. I mean, except for the previous, uh, what is it, seven episodes? Six? This one? Seven. This is six number seven? Episodes. I don't know. The six episodes that we recorded before this one. So. We're on episode seven? Uh, uh, yes, episode seven of our podcast. Yeah. Episode ten of season six of Lost. So if you're confused, don't worry. The show so does. I. The show, yeah, Chad is also confused. The show does take place in 2010, seven years ago. Uh, well, the show aired in 2010. The episode takes place in 2007. You guys will get it. Yeah. yeah. If not, we'll, we'll explain it to you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's Lika. That's our special guest tonight. Special guest. Hi. Hi. Hey, guys. Yeah. yeah, so tonight's uh, episode, like I was saying, season six, episode 10, The Package. It is a Jin and Sun episode. Yeah. yeah, so halfway through, it turns into a K-drama for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know exactly why they did it. Because they're Korean. Yeah. Right? Did I get that? It would be weird if they did a K-drama episode with any other characters on that show. Right. <laughs> that's that's a true statement, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Jumping into this episode, uh, what I did notice is that we kind of learned that Jin and Sun aren't married in that Flash Sideways reality. Yeah. That was kind of interesting. I wasn't aware of that up until that point. Yeah, because like we saw in, in past episodes or later episodes that Sun was pregnant and they just had sex in this episode. And then she's pregnant later on in that day. Yeah. So that they pregnancy might have been happens fast. Sex Very before because like oh. the dad knew uh, with enough advanced mm. knowledge to get $25,000 cash right. and to buy them plane tickets and be like, "Oh, hey, I'm going to send you to get murdered in America." Right. Okay. I mean, fine. he didn't well, tell them that. Yeah, I just I like to think that that was their first time cuz it makes it more special, but I guess it wasn't. What? Yeah. David wanted them to be virgins. I did. I thought they were saving <laughs> Otherwise, themselves. Otherwise, it doesn't count. they all. made it to America. They're <laughs> saving themselves for America. Yeah. As is the way. As that's what I did. Yeah. You save oh. yourself for I didn't know you were an immigrant. He did. I'm not. <laughs> okay. But I was not going to lose my virginity on some foreign country. It's yeah. Ridiculous. Those filthy, yeah. filthy dogs. That's great. <laughs> on the island, we had Saeed talking to Locke as the smoke monster. Saying, yeah. oh, I can't feel anything. I can't feel sad or happy or pain or anything. Right. I was unaware that Locke was trying to train him how to be a Jedi. Ah. I was going to ask you, Chad, why you thought <laughs> Saeed was like that. And it's, it's because of his Jedi training. I figure it's either his Jedi training or PTSD. Mm. PTSD from it's what? From his Jedi training, oh, of okay. course. Yeah, it's, it's very I, I don't tough. know. I just assumed that he has PTSD. That's why I can't feel anything. <laughs> if he was born not feeling anything, he'd be a sociopath. Yeah. I think he kind of is, though. I yeah, think he's, so, yeah, he's shooting people and snapping necks. Yeah. yeah. Snapping necks and cashing checks. Yeah. Right, right. With a blank look on his face, too. Like, yeah. I, I noticed in that episode, too, where Saeed says, I can't feel anything. And, like, for a moment, the smoke monster is thrown by that comment. <laughs> like, he just goes, I can't feel anything. He's like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm sorry? He's like, yeah, I can't feel anything. He's like, oh, yeah, that's cool. That's fine. Like, it was just, it was just weird because Locke was like, I've been around for thousands of years. But I've never met anybody that's totally sociopathic. 
So Do you I think guess... that was like a cry for help? It was. Maybe. He wanted, he wanted it some help. It was a cry for Zola. Yeah. And then <laughs> and all Locke did Zola. was go, okay. So yeah. why, why, would you, why would you make a cry for help to a person who, who's been identified in the show as a smoke monster? <laughs> not a smoke friend. It reminded not a smoke of therapist. A smoke <laughs> monster. Well, Saeed doesn't have good judgment. Also, if you see everything else we've seen with Saeed on the island, no one else is really being his friend. Like, the smoke right. monster is really Saeed's only friend so yeah. far. That's yeah. really sad. Yeah. He's a real sad, tragic guy. Uh, there is a point where I think Jack is talking to his son, and he says that, like, you know, he's seen some stuff. When she's actually... working her garden for no reason. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Well, he's telling her that, like, there's a... Um, there's, uh, he, he had found some out some shit. stuff over at Jacob's Lighthouse, which sounds mm. like an alt-rock band. <laughs> Jacob's Lighthouse? Jacob's Lighthouse. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they have an album coming we're, out. We're going to start a, a Christian rock band Hold called on, Jacob's I got, Lighthouse. I, I got a question about Jacob's Lighthouse. Yeah. They mention a list of names in Jacob's Lighthouse. Mm-hmm. Hundreds of names. They also mention that there's a cave with a list of names. Oh. I'm assuming that the lighthouse is not a cave. <laughs> Otherwise, they would call it a light cave. Jacob did a lot. So are there just lists of names everywhere <laughs> on that island? There's a list of names like carved into a tree yeah. on the island. Well, I, one of those was like his first draft. And then he goes, okay, now that I got it figured out, worked out in the cave, then I can put it up in the lighthouse. That's why we have paper now. Yeah, but they, nobody, they didn't need a red paper. Yeah, it was kind of fun to, to look at is there's a lot of heavy religious symbolism in yeah. this episode. Like um, you mentioned earlier that sun was found in our garden. I was watching the episode and she's in her garden and within the garden you kind of um like she's kind of doing her thing mm. and it kind of almost parallels if you're if you follow the religious touch it's like uh jesus in the the garden of gethsemane you know before oh, he dies yeah yeah, yeah yeah we all know yeah. that we all know that right no but so there's a garden right that uh-huh. that she's we in who? Who all knows <laughs> i was using this? the royal we yeah <laughs> Royal we. Well, anyway, like she's in the garden tending to it. Jack mm. comes to see her, and then afterwards she gets visited by Locke. So it's almost like watching. It's like watching that whole thing play out where Jesus is in the garden, kind of like um, praying, and then he gets comforted by angels, and then afterwards the adversary or the devil comes. In this mm. case, we kind of see it come in the form of Locke. Did, did, so did, the did angels Jesus? are tomatoes. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck is up with those tomatoes? In the form of Locke. Oh, they were very, very dumb tomatoes. They didn't know whether or not they were supposed to die. <laughs> but at in that Jesus story, did he end that story by running away from the devil and then hitting his head on a tree? No. Nah. Oh, I have a fun story about that whole running away and hitting your <laughs> head on a tree. I decided to rewind and see whether or not that syncs up with Yakety Sax. <laughs> and FYI, it totally does. Yakety Sax is the Benny Hill song for those of you guys that yes. don't know. And we're going to edit that together and put it in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> well, she doesn't. I, it's, it's odd, though. While she's running away, because like, if you look at the the religious symbolism between those two stories like she does bang her head and mm. then she's kind of got a, a little bloody i think within um the religious side like i think jesus kind of like was praying but he was under a lot of stress so then like his his sweat became as like blood, blood right yeah. so like it was kind of like he had no. a lot of blood did jesus sweat. get aphasia um he could only speak he could only speak korean um, oh, which that, is weird because they were speaking that whole, Aramaic yeah. the that whole, whole section of the Bible that's blank because he didn't have anything to say. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Like that's another thing. She bangs her head and speaks Korean, right? Right. And um, like they, they kind of just want us to go with this. Mm. And then um, like it's daytime when she bangs her head. Right. Nobody thinks to give her a writing pad until like Jack does, and this is <laughs> nighttime. Like On the beach. like right. several hours have passed, and nobody's come up with. Maybe oh. Jack's the only one who had a pen. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no. we give her a writing pad. And no one has a pen. That's useless. Yeah. To just take like some burnt piece of right. whatever leftover wood and just smudge some writing. Oh, yeah, look exactly. at MacGyver like, over here. Yeah. <laughs> Caveman MacGyver. So after she hit her head, lost her ability to speak English and had aphasia, we had Miles go, oh, that's dumb. Uh, and that's just bad writing for anybody here who is a writer. <laughs> if you have characters talking about how the plot is dumb, they're talking about you as a writer being bad at it. I figured, I thought they probably wanted to address that, like, um, in the show. So they're like, they're just like, I don't know if people are going to buy this. Let's poke fun at it. And then, like, maybe people will be like, yeah. that is kind of silly. It's like, we could, we could write it so that it makes sense, or we can just call it stupid and move on. Did you think it was stupid, Lika? Her hitting her head? Yeah. No. What about the speaking Korean part? I don't think that's stupid at all. I think what's stupid was that it took her so long to run away from Locke. <laughs> Like, they went over two lifetimes. <laughs> it took, like, 30 minutes, and she just stared at yeah. him. And then finally, when she ran away, she hit her head. 
Like, something's going on. Yeah, something was definitely going on. Because Locke shows up, says, hey, I need you to come with me. And she says, no. Runs away, hits her head on a tree, gets knocked out. And Locke decides, you know what? I don't need you to come with me anymore. Yeah. yeah. So apparently here. he disappears. The only way to Maybe hit. one of his smoke monster powers is an MRI. Because he's no. afraid of electromagnetism, right? <laughs> right. So maybe he was able to give her an MRI and he realized, oh, she's got brain damage now. She's useless <laughs> to me. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to choose to believe that. Like, I just want that to be true, that yeah. there's an MRI machine on the island. No, no, Locke's, a, Locke's an MRI machine. Oh, okay, uh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what all those perfect. sounds are when he's mm-hmm. the smoke monster. <laughs> Look, magnetism is super important to this show. I remember it said magnetic yeah. zap in the finale every time someone got their memory back. <laughs> we watch with closed captions. Yeah. Also, <laughs> Chad, I am 99% sure there are times in the show where an MRI is going and it is making smoke monster sounds. <laughs> Oh, I think he just hit something. We just found something out. It's the end of the podcast, everybody. Thank you for coming to Fringe Festival. (laughs) Good night. Um, You know what I thought was kind of fun? Mm. uh, That scene between Jin and Sun in the Flash Sideways world where she starts to unbutton her top. (laughs) And it becomes a little fun little game between the two of them where she... Asked, she asked him, like, oh, okay, you didn't want me to unbutton my top button on the plane or whatever. And then so she slowly starts unbuttoning, unbuttoning her buttons. And then he, yeah. she just goes, is this okay? And he goes, yeah, it's fine, I guess. But, like, I was so badly wanted her to get to the last button. He's like, no. Keep that one button on. <laughs> like a reverse Mexican. Do it again. <laughs> yeah, that scene had a lot of gratuitous shots of her boobs. If we have the technology to overlay her running away... Mm. With the Benny Hill music, yeah, yeah. could we also have that scene and then have Pussycat Dolls loosen up the buttons? Yeah, in the you're background. G- you're gonna have to write that down for me. Okay, sure. I don't yeah. have a pen. No, <laughs> I will just hear it when I'm editing. You the need podcast. to talk to Jack. Yeah, he's the pen man. <laughs> That's the name he was going by on the <laughs> island. Like there's Goose, Moose, and Pen Man, yeah. and Ice Man. Wait, someone was named Goose. Um, yeah, yeah. You have, have we not discussed that character yet? No. He um, was he named after the Top Gun character? Um, he was actually. <laughs> yeah. I'm just I'm fucking around. There's no goose on the show. You guys, I don't know shit about the show. <laughs> I thought it was great. Like I don't know, jumping back. Like mm. there is a port where um, Locke kind of just mentions, you know, I, it, it has to be your choice. He's talking to Sun and he's trying mm. to convince her to come along with him. So apparently, the smoke monster. We kind of find this out previously. He can't force people to do things, but right. he can convince them or persuade them but it, it can't be forceful so i'm guessing that's why he didn't take her when she knocked out but I who so. knows i just like to think that he was like oh i'm not carrying a 98 pound korean woman <laughs> to this jungle yeah one of her buttons <laughs> might come loose yeah <laughs> maybe he knew how angry she would be when she woke up <laughs> and he's like no no i've met korean people i don't want to carry an angry korean woman <laughs> where someone somewhere she doesn't want to go yeah i wonder what it was like when when a Korean person's yelling at the smoke monster. None of us do a Korean person accent, do they? No, I, I, I only know one person not. in this room that does that, and I don't know <laughs> if she'll too. come up and do it. <laughs> Me too. Nope. Okay. Nope. She's just <laughs> lying on the couch staring at us. <laughs> I think she was napping. <laughs> <laughs> she she might have aphasia. <laughs> also, during the chase scene, mm. why didn't Locke turn into a smoke monster? Like, it wouldn't have forced her to go with him. It just would have been like, hey, I'm standing in front of you now. He didn't really want her to come. <laughs> he just, like, he wanted her to, like, come on her own on her own volition. Yeah. That's it. That's all I'm taking. That's why he left once she got knocked out. Because he could have stayed in the canister when she woke up. Yeah, but... is, is the fact that he never used any of his amazing powers, and he's just like... I'm just trying to convince you of things. Is is that part of the whole devil parable thing? <laughs> yeah, I, I suppose. I like you could easily sub that for like probably Buddha or you know flying spaghetti monster. There's yeah. probably a lot of parables. Yeah, I think that was the Buddhist that. thing. It's like I will not force you to do stuff. You just have to do it of your own will. That was the first commandment of Buddhism. Any flying spaghetti monster parables? Are there? Yeah, yeah. There's a whole book of them. Tell yeah. us one, David. Yeah. So uh, one time the flying spaghetti monster, he was. He was killing people in a restaurant. What? And then he found a man tied up in the freezer. Okay, you're confusing <laughs> the flying spaghetti monster with Saeed. Oh. Yeah, he's got that hair. And it's like yeah. a flying spaghetti monster on his head. Um, there's, there's a scene in there. Like, this, is, this happens right before we do that flash sideways part. But 
There's a portion where Jin gets kidnapped, right, mm-hmm. by Widmore's people. He ends up getting taken to room 23. Yeah. We kind of talk about yeah. it. Yeah. So this room, it it kind of, it's it's a subliminal messaging room that was there when the Dharma Initiative people were there and all this yeah. other stuff to kind of do a lot of brainwashing or whatever from what we can see. Mm-hmm. But um, I was watching that and I thought about this documentary. I don't know if you guys have seen it. It, it, it tangentially it ties into this. But there's a documentary on Netflix called Room 237. Have you guys heard of that? Yeah, is that that's the uh, the Shining one? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's the one um, where there is uh, there's a lot of people that have all kinds of crazy theories about Shining, the Shining. So they mm-hmm. they made a documentary of it, and it also ties in with subliminal messaging because they said that's what the director uh, was trying to do with some of the things. So like uh, in the Shining, they said that the Shining a lot of a lot of subliminal messaging kind of tied into like the genocide of, of like native americans oh, yeah, and all this yeah, kind yeah. of stuff so like you see all kinds of crazy background stuff in there but but like um yeah heavy on like some symbolic messaging and, and he- symbolism and, and and subliminal messages kind of interesting yeah we talk about it all the time on our uh podcast about the movie the shining the shining yeah it's yeah. called i'm walking on sunshine <laughs> on sun shining yeah that's our play-in for walking on sun shining downloaded on itunes yeah Yeah. so uh since we're talking about room 23 Mm. uh after he after uh uh, jim jim right yeah okay sorry uh after after jim turns on a generator that is attached specifically to all the brainwashy stuff Mm. Uh, not Tina Fey walks in yep. mm-hmm. and says, oh, that's weird, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And then he's just like, let me out of here. And then she tases him. Yeah. yeah. He originally started waking up on a chair <laughs> with restraints. Right. If they didn't want him to leave, why didn't not Tina Fey just buckle the restraints? <laughs> she wanted it to be his own She's choice. sick. <laughs> but she didn't give him a choice. She tased and she was going to give him another choice when he woke up, but then he had to go see Widmore. Um, that flash sideways where Saeed does come and find Jin in that like that little freezer area or whatever. That that Martin Kimi character. Oh, that guy. He always looks like he's about to date rape somebody. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's the atypical version of like a, of like your stereotypical villain. Yeah. Like he just yeah. comes in just throwing all kinds of racist remarks around. <laughs> right, right. He's just, that's just his. That's his whole deal. Whispers really softly to the people that he's tying up. Yeah, that kind of threw me off when he went up to mm. Jin and he was all, the heart wants with the heart. <laughs> I was so disappointed in his character. Like, when uh, I want my assassins to be cold-blooded, like Saeed. Uh, like, full-on sociopathic. I like that. Yeah. I was Like, it kind of made me think, like, he's dating one of his bodyguards. Because <laughs> he has a secret one. He's true. not willing to tell It was anyone. him and the other Arab guy had something going on. Yeah, Omar. he was calling everybody by their race, like a dickhole. <laughs> Hollywood Russian, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, Mikhail was there. Yeah, uh, what I wrote about that character mm. is, uh, in quotations, Hello, I'm a racist caricature. <laughs> Let me speak loudly and slowly to foreigners. <laughs> you don't have to be racist to speak loudly and slowly to foreigners. Yeah, you can just be an asshole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mikhail pops up in this one. Yeah. He's one of my favorite dudes. He could speak, like, what, nine languages, they say? That's what they nine. say. Nine, and he's hanging out with assassins. Yeah, it's like yeah. his whole thing. Such a G. <laughs> As a mercenary, what yeah. do you do with your polyglot skills? Go <laughs> murder, right? Yeah. I think we can all get on the same page. If I spoke more languages, maybe I'd be a crazy assassin murderer. <laughs> Is that what's holding you back? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Just that. I'm glad Saeed came in and saved the day yeah. for all hitmen around the world. He was like, this fucking Russian dude is making us look bad. And Saeed was like, here. Cut yourself out like yeah. a fucking dickhole. It reminded <laughs> me of. That was a of, great move. I liked it. Yeah, it was like that Jackie Chan movie, uh, Shanghai Noon, <laughs> when he finds when he finds Owen Wilson buried up to his neck in the desert, and then just gives him chopsticks right. to dig himself out with. <laughs> Same kind of thing. This was a little bit more helpful. Than yeah, that. this a was a lot like quicker. He did give him a box cutter. Yeah, yeah. and he yeah. was taped his head. And his he hands opened taped. it first too. Like, who yeah. left it that close to him though? I'm, yeah. I'm just saying, like lazy. racist caricature. <laughs> yeah. He was, he was cutting boxes. So Saeed goes in, kills a bunch of people. Son gets shot. We know later on that they go to the hospital and get released. And then they're trying to find who shot all these people. 
Those cops are really bad at their jobs. They're bad at their jobs. So bad. They're so terrible. They found two people there. One of them definitely has gunshot residue on his hands. Yeah. And then a bunch of people who were shot. Yeah. yeah. And go, oh, not you guys, because one of you is a pregnant lady. <laughs> yeah. We're going to let you guys go. Right. We got we to gotta find this Muslim guy. Right, right. Yeah, that's terrible. Like, yes, like Jin was one that pulled the trigger and killed a bunch of people. In there. Yeah, at least one. Here's one thing I thought was fun. Mm. Is, um, throughout the episode, you can track like maybe two or three times in which not Tina Fey keeps on saying what her job not is not. Like what her <laughs> job is not. Like she keeps on she keeps on having that Star Trek thing where she's yeah. like, damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor or whatever. But she keeps on saying like, I, I'm not... Like, I'm a geophysicist, not a nurse. I'm a geophysicist, not a mercenary. And right, that comes right. back, like, two or three times throughout the episode. And so, like, never comes up again <laughs> the fact that she's a geophysicist. That does not help her at all. No, no. All no. she does is, like, tase people and have mortars shot at people. Yeah. yeah. She never geophysicists tranks people. anything. Yeah. She's not doing her job on this island. Oh, I don't she's know not, why she's there. Yeah, she's not yeah. geophysicisting well, anything. Well, like, from the cast, like, people mm. who have really jacked up hair... <laughs> are supposed to be crazy. Like Claire, like her hair is very fucked up. Yeah. But so is not Tina Fey's. Yeah. So I'm guessing she, like, she's crazy. <laughs> in this she series. does come across as crazier right? in the episodes yeah. where her hair is worse. Right, right. <laughs> and then she doesn't get her hair together until later. That's Lost 101, right? If the character has crazy hair, they're, they're, they're not. Yeah, it's in the, the Lost cycle. Style Guide. Yeah. Crazy hair yeah. equals crazy there. Right. <laughs> That's the old yeah. saying my, my grandpa <laughs> taught me. Your grandpa was a writer for Lost? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, my grandpa is Carlton Cuse. Tell your grandfather I hate him. <laughs> he needs to write things that make sense. Also, speaking of Claire, mm. uh, was Locke trying to convince Claire to kill Kate? Because he, he's, all, he's all like, yeah, you know what? Uh, mm. it, does, it does suck that uh, you, your kid uh, thinks that Kate is uh, its mom. But uh, I do need to use Kate a little bit more. And then afterwards, whatever. <laughs> I don't see why he wouldn't. Because he does want everybody to die. And yeah. What is the deal with him bringing everybody together in order for them to die together? Like, he can't kill them know. one by one. Also, do we know for sure that if he gets off the island, he ends all of reality? That's what everyone keeps saying. That's what they say, but I have yet to see any evidence of this. There, you've seen the rest of the show. <laughs> Zero evidence of this. No more evidence, unless the evidence came earlier. <laughs> I think what would have happened at, if Smoke Monster did get off, it would have just, he would have killed everything. And the light would have been gone, and there might have been just a little bit of light, but it would have came in the form of like a little girl saying mm. that this is all that's left of Fantasia, and <laughs> basically you have to start from here, you know, and putting yeah. it in the hands of a small little boy named Sebastian, and just mm -hmm. seeing how the world gets revived that way. I think what we're all seeing is that Lost is a precursor to the never-ending story. Yes, yeah. that's what the reference was. We all got that. <laughs> I didn't get that until the very end. <laughs> when, when he said it out loud? Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's great. <laughs> also, the never-ending story only had mm. two sequels. Final Fantasy has had 15. <laughs> I have a bone to pick there. What, what's the bone? That's my problem with it. Which one's the final one? And the never-ending story ended. Well, you, you haven't been reading the books. <laughs> Wait, there, there are books? Yeah. I'm going to say there's definitely fan fiction. Oh, <laughs> Never if ending story. fan fiction counts, no story counts. <laughs> also, that. all stories are gay sex. Yeah, yeah, they are. Wait, explain that for me. Well, explain that for the others. I, I know what that is. <laughs> Asking for a friend. Asking for a friend. If any franchise has people writing stories about it, there's going to be gay sex. I don't know how that works. It's just how the internet works. I feel like that's rule 34B. That's very specific. Mm. <laughs> so I wonder what's going to happen with this podcast when people start writing fan fiction about it. Oh, yeah. Um, it's I, just... I was just about to say, why would anyone write fan fiction about this? Oh, they are. It's <laughs> oh, out yeah. there. It's oh, on yeah. Reddit. Why wouldn't they? <laughs> RPF fan fiction freaks me out, man. Real people. Real people fan fiction. Oh. Have you seen any real people fan fiction? Yes. Aside from what I've done in stand-up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for for those of you that are, are not familiar with the career trajectory of David K. Jones, <laughs> uh, recently what he's decided to do for uh, stand-up is to write fan fiction about other comedians. Yes! And they yes. always have gay sex. Yeah, that's 
<laughs> that's all it is. That's because it's fan fiction. And by recently, you mean the last one I wrote was about Eddie three years ago. <laughs> well, I mean, when was the last time you did stand-up? Fair enough. <laughs> do you have Do you have an excerpt ready to go on that Eddie fan fiction? Um, I do know that Chad was in it, oh. and nobody wanted him to be in the gay orgy, so they gave him a WWF coloring that's book. That's terrible. <laughs> Chad, you can be in any orgy I know. <laughs> I'm okay Chad, with WWF coloring you books. You're, you're, good, you're good orgy material. I'll vouch for that. All right, this is the silence so. where we look through our notes and realize <laughs> that we skipped around yeah. throughout the episode, notes. and we're trying to figure out something new to talk to you guys yeah. about. Normally, uh, Chad's asleep at this time. We have to wake him up. Oh, shit. Are we on minute 41 already? Uh, 28. I'm not sleeping yet. <laughs> So let's do Easter egg lightning round real quick. What's that? Um, that's they were where... in the Bank of Hawaii downtown when uh, the uh, when Sun was trying to get her uh, money out of her bank account. Oh, that's what that bank was. Yeah, that was Bank of Hawaii in downtown at the corner of uh, King and Bishop. Right. Now, I've never worked at a bank, but if you have your own account at a bank, can your dad just call up and move all of your money out of your account and into his account in a foreign country? Yeah. Maybe if you're a minor? Yeah. But if you're an was adult a woman, minor? Yeah, your son. That's pretty much what happens. Also, yeah. to the we were watching it together, Lika and I, mm. and Lika's reaction to the uh, the bank customer service mm. agent was something like, "How does she know that?" Wu, 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 oh yeah, Wu Chang, <laughs> the teller Wu. was like, "Your father, John Wu Wang, or whatever his yeah. name is, Wu Tang. moved it." <laughs> yeah. But I was like, "How does she know that's her father? <laughs> She's a part of it." Yeah. That was in the the computer. Yeah another mystery on loss yeah so many mysteries <laughs> also yeah her father is played we'll see later on her father is played by old dirty bastard <laughs> <laughs> so he likes what you're that's the reference i was gonna do <laughs> i'll just send that Sorry. up Did I beat you to <laughs> the no no it's totally fine it's totally fine anyone that's doing an old dirty bastard reference i don't care if you cut me off <laughs> a, a little bit of a heartbreaking portion of the episode is uh there's a scene where jack and and Son are, are speaking, and um, he makes a promise to her. He promises her that he's going to get her and Jin off the island. Mm. And we know, because we've seen the previous episodes, that that does not no, happen. Oh, they die. By the yeah. previous episodes, we mean the subsequent episodes, <laughs> because time doesn't work correctly in David's reality. Yeah, We're words not... mean the opposite sometimes. <laughs> We're not doing linear stuff here. Time is a wibbly-wobbly thing. Yeah, <laughs> someone has a phone call going on. <laughs> It's okay if you answer the phone. We're, we're totally okay with I'm that. I'm 99% sure that's actually an alarm on my phone. Oh, it's yours? That's your phone? So you're the asshole. All right. So, so uh, well, uh, Jin has aphasia, uh, which, by the way, I spent like 20 minutes looking that up to try and figure out what it's called. Like, I paused the episode to try and figure out what it's called, and they mm. just go ahead and mention it like 20 minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> Sons of bitches. Anyway, so uh, well, she's well, she has aphasia at camp, and they're just like, "Oh, we don't know what we're gonna do. We don't know how to do anything." All of a sudden, Batman Well shows up to save the day. Yeah, Mister Carbonell, Richard Alpert. I'm just putting out names. Yeah, at this he's, point. he's got a yeah, permanent I don't eyeliner. Remember his name. Right. <laughs> I just remember that he was Batman Well from the Tick live action show. <laughs> From all seven episodes. Yep. Yeah. And he was also the mayor of Gotham in Dark Knight. So he comes back. So um, Richard Alpert comes back to the, to the group and he's mm. pretty much just, um, he's got like a fire lit <laughs> under him. Like he just, he's got things to do. Yeah. Like he looks like a man that's very frantic basically around that camp. Well, because Hurley told him that his wife said he had to go take care of stuff. And we all know Richard Alpert's wife. <laughs> when she says he's got to do something, he, he does it. For sure. I don't know Richard Alpert's wife. No one does. Me either. So Easter egg lightning round. Uh, eight room, room 842. That's the hotel room that Sun has on the eighth floor. Room 23 we already talked about, the clockwork orange room. And Mikhail gets shot in the eye. So he has no eye. Right. Yeah. Those so, are all the Easter eggs I saw. Yeah. yeah. Straight shot in the eye, which yeah. was which was fun to see. Like, Chad, what did you think about Mikhail's death? The Russian dude. I didn't give a shit about it. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Like, I only met him this episode and then he died. Which so. has been a pattern we've noticed is that every time you see a new character, they immediately die. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there you go. In yeah. Like, I succession. mean, he was nicer than uh, uh, obvious racial caricature. <laughs> right. How did blood get on Sun's hands? When she got he... shot. Oh, she got oh, shot. Yeah, she got shot. 
How did I miss that? They that that's like the reason why one. she goes to the hospital later. Yeah, and those episodes oh. you didn't watch. the ultrasound. All I the remember was that Mikhail got shot. Teaches her that yeah. stuff happened. Yeah, they're wrestling oh. around with a gun, and it goes off a couple of times, and it shoots I on. did not know that All you I... did not know she got shot. <laughs> no, she just had blood on her hand, and she was like, I'm pregnant. Like, <laughs> really, bitch? Of all the times to tell your boyfriend you're pregnant, yeah. right after he shot someone in the eye, you dramatic <laughs> whore. <laughs> yeah, I I feel like this is typical of K dramas, though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, at least she's consistent. No, it was it was funny. We were watch you we and I were watching it together, and I noticed your reaction to that. You're just all like, "Why is I was she like, trying did that to really happen? <laughs> Why is she trying to hog the spotlight? A dude just got shot in the eye." I thought you knew she got shot, but no. you just thought that she was just all like, but I'm pregnant now. <laughs> yeah, and then she had Bullets don't make you weird. pregnant. <laughs> Did you ever hear about that, that world, uh, no, Civil War story about a, a bullet that came out of a musket, shot a guy in the testicle, went out, shot through someone's house, hit the lady in her ovaries, and then she <gasps> got pregnant from it? Uh, yeah, I did. I did hear that no. story. That's a lie. Are we going to yes end this story? Yes. <laughs> it's true. It's a true it's, story. It's been on the web. I've what did, yeah. what did, what it's did on Wikipedia. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's great. That can't be Was she false. pregnant with a bullet? Yeah, it was a bullet baby. It was the <laughs> bullet man from the cartoon version it of The Tick. It was her next door neighbor, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, bullet man from The Tick? Yeah. <laughs> no, it the was cartoon a, version. The cartoon version. There was a no, guy I think who that was a bullet. Was, that's how we got Casey Kasem, right? The human Number one with the bullet. Yeah. Casey Kasem. Did you guys see Sun wake up from sex with Jin? Yeah. She woke up like a boss. She was like, oh, yeah. Got my buzzy dick. <laughs> she almost started singing, and then Jin was just there like a subservient wife. Like, he was right. just sitting up against the headboard. I, I was really slept. happy for her. I was like, get it, girl. <laughs> You're not Get married. that forbidden fruit. Yes. <laughs> So that whole subplot was a little strange to me, right? Mm. Where Jin is being set up to get murdered by Sun's father. And like, I don't know, it just seemed kind of messy. Like, it seems mm. like they just kind of like hamstrung a bunch of stuff together for that to work. Yeah, so why, why does he got to send them away to get killed for $25,000 in $25, America? $25,000? Yeah. There was three dudes in that yeah. mercenary group. Like, hi, okay, split... 25000 amongst three guys, and that's your murder fee. Like, that's how much it costs for you to murder somebody. I thought Mikkel was hired later, though. Yeah, he wasn't originally part He's of it. Reasonable. Yeah, it was originally supposed to be a two-way split for the twenty-five grand. So He's a part-time poet. Yeah. Welcome back to doing Lost with Math. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, doing Lost with Math. That's, that's our new segment. So, two people, $25,000. That's $12,500 each. Yeah, and they came from Korea. He could have sent them to, like, Thailand or something and got right. it done for 10% of that money. Maybe he just really wanted him to get killed by a racist. Yeah, that, that's an extra salt in the wound. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I ran here. out of stuff that I wrote down. Oh, you're going to go to sleep now. I, yeah, this is usually the part where I fall asleep. <laughs> Not joking. I've fallen asleep in like three different episodes. Two, two. It's terrible. Maybe I slept through Don't one that, that you guys didn't notice. <laughs> the, there's a portion in this episode where mm. Widmore kind of explains his whole explains his whole master plan to to Jin. Yeah, that he's there to stop Locke from leaving the island. That's his whole thing. But mm. uh, can we trust that? I mean, is is Widmore like an unreliable narrator in this whole thing? Like, I don't know if 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 that's his true intent with the island. I, stop I think unreliable narrator is the default characterization of everyone on Lost. Yeah, that's true. No one ever says what they want. They just try to manipulate right. people into doing it. It's just nothing but like not... It's just like a really bad marriage. The whole show is just a bad marriage of people not communicating and then getting <laughs> mad when things don't shake out their way. That's a really great description Sun of what the show is. from Mars. <laughs> Jin is from Hydra Island. <laughs> All right, so everyone who's been in a couple for a very long time and had to read that book are the ones that just laughed, I think. Uh, so uh, people got shot with Trank darts. Oh, this yeah, episode. yeah, yeah. I, I have a line in my notes that just says darts with three exclamation points. <laughs> I got real excited when that happened. You love darts. Darts. What was what the purpose of that? Like, I mean, I, they kind of wash it away later when... Right. when not Tina Fey is explaining how she's not a mercenary but a geophysicist. But like, it's it's odd though because um, mm. like they trank everybody in that camp yeah. just to take one guy. Right, and that's it. And they know the smoke monster wants to have like all of the 
the main characters. They just take the one guy and then spend the rest of the show trying to get the rest of those people. Yeah. Fuck those writers. Yeah. If Widmore's plan was really just to stop the smoke monster from leaving and smoke monster says, I need all these people on this list in the wall of either a cave or a lighthouse to Mm. leave. Both. Yeah. All the people that are on both lists. We made a Venn diagram. Yeah. (laughs) If... He needs everyone to leave. All they needed to do was murder some people. And then it's like, oh, now you can't go anywhere because some people are gone. Well, he wanted to kill all those people. I think we found out. He wanted to blow them up in the submarine. Who wanted to kill them? The smoke monster. I thought he knew that they were going to survive, though. They would have survived if they left it alone. But if they took action to try to defuse the bomb, it would explode. All right. Oh, (laughs) I feel like... If I go back to TV tropes and look up mm-hmm. Thanatos Gambit, it's just going to be the entire fucking plot of Lost. <laughs> what is a Thanatos Gambit? Yeah, explain it for <laughs> them. An overly I know complex is. plot is basically what it is, where everything needs to happen exactly in a certain way mm. for the entire plot to happen. And that's basically what this show is. It's it's one of those machines. A Rube Goldberg machine. Yes. It's a Rube Goldberg machine that doesn't even accomplish anything. Yeah, so essentially, I don't know, what, six seasons worth of this. But, yeah. <laughs> We're getting through it. Yeah, we got two more years. Yeah, we got two more years. But hey, if- uh, hey uh, AJ. Yes. Oh, uh, what's the difference between Locke and Jack? Ooh. One's a man of... Well, <laughs> I don't know joke? if we've covered this before. It's a riddle. But- but, but this is basic- something we talk about on, on the show <laughs> Every a lot. Episode. Yeah. So basically, when there is Locke and Jack on the show, one normally represents a man of science, whereas mm. the other one represents a man of faith. And we see that in the previous seasons, but this season is a little bit different. Sixth season kind of flipped it. Where yeah. now we see kind of Jack was like a man of faith, whereas yeah, Locke like Jack wasn't. when he's talking to uh, Son, mm. uh, she specifically says, "Don't tell me about purpose and destiny." Right. You know, like someone of faith would talk about. Right, right. And that ties back in. I'm so I'm so heavy on the Jesus. <laughs> it ties back into that Jesus parable because, like, there's a portion in there, like, if you read about it. We're not going to read about it. We're not. Okay. So just well, tell us. Let me, there, there's a portion Give where, us the spark notes on it. Okay. Well, the spark notes are, like, Jesus kind of asked his father to take this cup away from him. So he kind of, like, in that moment, he doesn't really... He kind of doesn't want to do the whole sacrifice thing, but he does it anyway. And you kind of see that with Sun, you know, where Sun says, I don't want this. I don't want to rule the island. I just mm. want to get my husband and get the fuck off here. We have a daughter back on the main land, yeah. you know. So I'd rather do that. So I just, I don't know. It's kind of interesting to see that juxtaposition. Did yeah. I just bum everybody out? Speaking of religious allegories and mm. such on the show the the flash sideways into that construct reality it's established in the finale that the construct reality is a place where people are going until they're ready to go to heaven and they say in the episode that this island is hell like they specifically state that right yeah so if the island is hell the other reality is uh basically purgatory is the entire show dante's divine comedy yeah 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 Tell us what Dante's Divine Comedy is for them, because... Right. <laughs> like, if you think of comedies, it's, like, the best one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Dante's it's like, one of the king of comedies. Yeah. He it's was like, on tour with Cedric the Entertainer. Right. So it's Cedric the Entertainer, <laughs> Dante's Divine Comedy, Dumb and Dumber 2. Dumb and T-O. Dumberer? Dumb and, dumb and Dumberer. <laughs> did you feel dumber saying it? I did. Yeah. Just a little bit, though. <laughs> The Divine Comedy is uh, the books that Dante wrote, starting with Dante's Inferno, and then he followed it up with Purgatorio? Is that what it's called? Did he put his name in the titles? Uh, I think we just refer to it as Dante's (laughs) Inferno. His name was Mike. Mike Dante. (laughs) Mike Dante. He also, like... (laughs) That sounds like a football player. Sounds like somebody (laughs) that, like, owns a mechanic shop out of Rhode Island. Yep, one of those Rhode Island mechanic shops. <laughs> is Rhode Island known for that? For their mechanic shop? Sure. Yeah, and in, in Rhode Island, you can't have a mechanic shop without naming it after yourself. Yeah. So like, yeah. there's, there's no Dante's. there's no Jiffy Lubes or anything like that. No. It has to be named after the person. So if you own a Jiffy Lube like uh, franchise, you would have to call it Chadwago's <laughs> Jiffy, Jiffy Lube. Ah. It's like how in, in New Jersey you can't pump your own gas. It's that kind of thing. Must be real hard to be anonymous if you like working on cars in Rhode Island. 
I dropped my book, but I don't have anything new. Yeah, I don't, the only other thing I had to say is uh, towards the beginning of the episode, we have... Night Vision? We have Night Vision. We have Ben. We have Ben asking, what's going on? What? what? He keeps saying the word what. what. And that reminds me, that's why I hate his character. <laughs> why? A lot of people hate the character of Ben. The number one reason is because he says what. what? Like he's what? Hank Hill? Yes. <laughs> he's the Hank Hill of the show. Turned out for what? <laughs> That's my Hank Hill impersonation. That's great. That's Hank Hill impersonating Lil John. Yeah. <laughs> that was from the King of the Hill movie they made two years ago. Did they actually make a King of the Hill movie? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Lil John was in it. Um, Big John was in it. Yeah. All right, you guys are just fucking with me. There's no one named Big Medium-sized John. John was in it, I think. Let's uh let's let's get into uh Chad next episode or the previous episode of the show, which is our next episode. Oh yeah. This episode had a previously on. Oh so yeah. They gave me a little cheat sheet. I hate it when they do that. Spoilers. Yeah, I totally forgot everything that was <laughs> previously on. I know Jack is like I think he shoots somebody? Or not Jack, I'm sorry. Sawyer. Mm, mm. That sounds like Sawyer. Yeah. Yeah. Who do you think he shoots and why? I think that he shoots one of the nameless goons. Mm. What, uh, one of Locke's nameless goons or one of Widmore's nameless goons? One of uh, Widmore's nameless goons mm. as he's leaving Widmore's island ah. and going back to Locke's camp. Because he says to Widmore that he's just going to say, Oh, I'm not going to say anything about you being here. I'm just going to go back to camp. And then he gets back to uh, Locke's camp at some point before mm. this episode. But... Locke knows that he went to Widmore's camp and he talked to Widmore and what some of Widmore's plans are. Yeah, okay. We'll, so we'll check obvious, that out next week. obviously, he lied to one of Widmore's people. Yeah, Sawyer lies all the time. Sawyer, I like that Sawyer is the only one in in the in the show mm-hmm. that gives Locke hard rubs. <laughs> like every time he sees him, he needs to let Locke know that he's like, "Hey, asshole, what are you gonna fuck up today?" Like every single time he sees him. I think I like that. So he was probably the first one to realize, oh, the smoke monster can't kill us. Right. I'm just going to bust this guy's balls. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, How are you guys doing out there? Yeah. How's your moms? What time are we supposed to finish this? Uh, we got about 12 more minutes. All right. Let's do a Q&A with the audience. Ooh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Raise your hand and we'll give you a microphone. Yeah. You can ask us literally anything about anything and we will give you an answer. Yeah. We can ask AMA, you anything. Bitches. Okay. We got a question. Should you be doing that? Don't you have the shortest microphone cord? I didn't measure that. You may have answered this in a previous podcast, but what other shows did you consider doing backwards besides Lost? We actually have a plan for this. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's empty. No beer fill. Uh, uh, We actually discussed this, or uh, in my mind we discussed this. Hmm. I might have just told them what we're going to (laughs) do. You're such a taskmaster. After we get done with this... Our next step is we're going to do Battlestar Galactica mm. because that is also uh, the, the newer one. And that one is one. Uh, another show with very dense mythology. And AJ has never watched it. I've yeah. never seen a, a lick of it. Yeah. So I'll, I'll be taking over the Chad role yeah. for that. And yeah. once Game of Thrones is over, I will do it with me. Yeah, because yeah. that was the original plan for this show. Yeah, but and then I told David I'd never watch Lost. <laughs> Lost is the perfect show for this. Because... <laughs> It's so crazy. And it's on Netflix. Yeah. So that makes it so much easier for us. So, Lika. Yeah. What was your experience with uh, with Lost previously? Um, I, I've seen a few episodes, but I wasn't really into it. Mm. Yeah. I, I didn't actually get into it until Jacob came around. Like, when he, when he physically came around, we saw right. the actor that played him. Right. So, so like, the last four episodes or so of the show. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's so, a good time to jump in. Yeah. Too. Any program. That's, that's when you know what it's all about. Yeah. Wait, wait. We've gone more than four episodes back. Does mm-hmm. that mean that we never see Jacob, even though they keep talking about him <laughs> previous to this? Maybe. How do Possibly. they know all the stuff that they say is Jacob's is Jacob's? That's a question for Are another podcast. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, when we first got married, I think we, I think I turned you on to it, right? And then yeah. we started watching it together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We used to live in a little meth house, <laughs> so it was easy to like to just, drown out where we were. Just to clarify, we were doing meth all the time. <laughs> meth and Lost. Yeah. yeah. And that's we, one yeah. thing I've noticed about people that do meth is they love the show Lost. Yeah. 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 So back then, like we couldn't get enough of Lost and we couldn't get enough of crystal methamphetamine. Yes. Mm. 
It was a staple in our marriage. I it think. was real <laughs> weird that you would always ask your dealer to bring you some crystal methamphetamine. Yeah. yeah, I would do that, and then I would always have to do it on a sun whenever Lost was on. <laughs> yeah, I want to say it was Thursdays. Yeah, I was thinking Thursday or Tuesday. I don't remember. I don't know. It's been a long time. Yeah, it's been off the air for like seven years. Yeah, we used to live in a tiny little house, and then like we just like used to do Lost and whatever. Yeah, and we was, used to watch Lost. That was always. Fun. Well, AJ used to watch Lost, and you'd watch some of it. Yes, I started watching it <laughs> yeah. with him. So, what was your your thoughts when you were watching it? You're like, I don't want to watch this. Like, yeah, I thought it was stupid <laughs> at first. I thought it was stupid. I gave it some time, and I started to like it. There was there was a lot of mystery. Mm. I didn't understand what the smoke monster was, or why there needed to be one, or <laughs> you know, all that. Or why Kate's hair was always perfect. <laughs> yeah. That's actually how our relationship started, right? Like, I came and I said, do you watch Lost? And you lied and said yes. And then we got married right after. Right. That. You had that ring in your pocket and you're like. I did. Yep. Like, Once the I first girl to say yes that I watched Lost, boom, yeah. came right out. And I, me, the whore. And I was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm not doing yeah. anything. I see a bulge in your pocket and I'm yeah, pretty sure it's like, a wedding ring. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Sure, I watched Lost. Ten Give years me that later. Yeah. That, was, that, was that was basically how our relationship started, right? There you go. Yeah. yeah. It was a fun memory trip down memory lane. So Lost, Meth, Small Houses. That's marriage, you guys. Give me that dick. Give me that dick. Okay. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Just going to let that hang there Just for a while. Just to clarify, we never did meth. Like, that's yeah. a lie. Yeah. That's a joke. We lived in a meth house, but no meth was done. By them. I actually had someone tell me that they didn't want to hang out with me anymore because I lived there. And she did it in the shadiest way. She was just like, oh, this. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I just, I just hate this house. I don't. And she left. Yeah, it was a purple house, I remember. So if there's anything that's indicative... Of a house that does meth. It's not any of the primary colors or like a, a nice and. neutral color like beige or white. This house was fucking purple. And we lived there for like a good six, seven months. Or because so. the thing is, if you're going to have a meth house. house, if you're going to have a meth house, you want it to be a crazy color. Right. So everybody knows you where it is. You want it to be found. Yeah. Like I, I was surprised the house wasn't like cheetah color. Because <laughs> yeah, there was that spinoff of Lost called Found. Yeah, and it was just about people stuck on an island in a meth house, right. <laughs> trying to get people to pay attention to them. Like, I think some others are gonna walk out of this show like, I don't know, it was weird. Like they said they did meth and watched Lost. Yeah. Is that the way to watch Lost? Yeah, That's the way to watch listeners, Lost. if you haven't watched Lost yet and you're just watching it in reverse order with us, do some meth. <laughs> it makes it better. Yeah, don't done be a meth pussy. Yet. Fucking do watch it. Lost. Yeah, <laughs> it's basically meth. Yeah, find yourself the Silk Road, get some Bitcoin. Get you some meth. Watch you some Lost. Go into the dark net. <laughs> what was your first experience at Lost, David? Um, I think I was. I think it was season three. It was when I moved here, and a lot of people were watching it. And then I found out, oh yeah, they also film it here. So I was like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. And on ABC.com, they had all the episodes. So I started from season one, caught up in like the beginning of season four, and it was like the thing where I was binging like four or five episodes a day. And then I was like, oh, now I have to wait a week between shows. And then eventually they take a break and I have to wait six months or whatever. And it was it was insane. Yeah, there was like a writer's strike, I think. There was a writer's strike. Yeah, I think I was right before I started watching it. Well, at least during the writer's strike, you got to watch Dr. Horrible. Yeah, yeah. I watched that during the writer's strike and not four years later. My uh-huh. first experience watching Lost mm. was the first episode of this podcast. <laughs> we don't want to know, Chad. <laughs> We, we all didn't know. ask you on purpose. We have all been with you on your journey to Lost. Nuh-uh. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, but I just wanted to share, all right, guys? Let me fucking share with you. You shut your mouth. I'm just kidding. If you guys want to find out what Chad's first experience with Lost was, go back and listen to episode one of our podcast. What's up with that, bro? That com. can be found at what's up with that, bro? Dot com. Yes. That's all. I just wanted to say yes there. Yeah. Felt, felt like the right time. Throwing a good yes. 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 I think that's a uh, birth control pill. That is. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that's a good. That's a good icebreaker. I'm like, hello there, ma'am. Are you on yes? <laughs> Follow up question. You know. Do you watch Lost? Yeah. Because <laughs> I got this ring burning a hole in my pocket. It worked out all right, right? A bunch of years later, yeah. Lost brought us together. Yeah. That is not true. I'm really glad you said, yeah, because yeah. it would be really weird for your guys' marriage to end right now at Fringe Festival. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. At the anyway. fifth annual Fringe Festival. Yes. Or fifth year of Fringe Festival. There have been a couple <laughs> breaks. <laughs> Let's just be okay. Let's just be you, comfortable you in the see silence. That, but I just sort of shrugged. Yeah. Audio listeners. Listeners, audience, Fringe Festival is an amazing thing that happens <laughs> that will let people just sit around and talk about Lost and call it a show. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to let us do this again next no, year. We're doing it every year. We're doing it every year from now on. But it isn't going to happen every year. So you got to come out and you got to support it. You got to support people doing weird shit that's not like a regular show. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 So it's time for plugs. Follow me on Twitter at DKJ Comedy. Uh, you can follow me at Nieves 3 on Twitter. I'm barely on there, but. Um, so many meth links. So just come and check it out. Yeah. If you need to get your meth fix, yeah, that's all you do is just share links to meth dealers' Facebook pages, and they hate that you do that. They, <laughs> I, I have a hit out on me right now. Like <laughs> people are looking for me. That makes you sound like a vigilante. <laughs> You're like Batman. Yeah, but with meth. Meth, Batman. It comes together. Chad, I, where can we find you at? I feel like meth Batman would be a totally different thing. What would it be? Uh, Meth Batman would probably be a dude with the black towel around his neck who's just <laughs> punching other crazy people. And he I, has no teeth. I'm 90% sure I've seen Meth Batman. <laughs> you can find me and links to all of my social media presences at negative1.net. That's negative1, all spelled out, dot net, slash Chad. Oh, you can find me on Facebook? <laughs> <laughs> um, you look real hard. Oh, so d- at facebook.com <laughs> and the, that's how facebook works i don't want you to find me to no. tell you the truth so don't yeah. don't type in everybody we'll bleep that out david just are you gonna bleep me, that out again be. like, like diane's website yes i'm gonna bleep it out just like i did with diane's don't website don't follow me you guys which as we all know is i don't want followers <laughs> <laughs> all right so that's getting bleeped out again yeah we don't do enough bleeping in our yeah. podcast i've got a Fuck. stockpile of bleeps <laughs> Okay. All right, so I guess that's another podcast in the can. Yeah. Yeah. Get lost! Yay! We get to make microphone dicks. Thank you, everybody. <laughs>